Welcome to the Real Deal Podcast, a podcast about the real estate industry straight from the pros. Well, Corey, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time today to uh, jump on the Real Deal Podcast and talk about investing. Um, I think it's super exciting what we're going to talk about. I'm going to learn a lot. I know I think a ton of people are going to find value in this. Um, it's going to be kind of a mini series within um, these episodes, but I want to take just a few moments to get to know you, who you are, and what you do. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, always a pleasure um, being here and getting to chat about real estate, something I love and I'm passionate about. Uh, I guess my journey, it started about 19 years ago. Uh, bought my first duplex back then and kind of like a lot of people when they are starting out, I, I house hacked it. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it basically bought a duplex, lived in half, rented the other half out. Um, just kind of looking at it then just to cover most of my mortgage is kind of my, my initial goal there. And, you know, fast forward to where we are now, we own about 43 units. So we have a mix of single families, duplexes, um, four unit, 16 unit apartment building. And we also have vacation rental. So Definitely a lot of ways you can go into real estate industry. Yeah, absolutely. And you're an agent as well, correct? And an agent too. Yeah, I've been yeah. an agent going on five years now. Yeah, that's yep. crazy. Your rental is in Florida? So our vacation rental, yeah, it's in yeah. Fort, Myer, Fort Myers Beach, Florida, okay. where we have that. That's so. awesome. So it seems like you've been doing it. You, you, you have a good understanding. And I think the biggest thing when we're talking about investing is uh, breaking down some of the myths that are in yep. investing. Um, you know, and, and one of the people that I've been talking to the most about this is actually my neighbor. Uh, he's like, I want to get into investing. He's a big money sure. guy. <laughs> if he's listening, he's going to know who he is right away. <laughs> but the, the biggest thing that I want to talk about on this first episode is, uh, how to get into investing. Cause I think there's a couple myths out there of like, you know, what it takes to get into investing and how it's this big, sure. scary thing looking on the outside. But once you kind of get into it a little bit it's not so bad. So is there like a couple steps or a couple like things that you would say, like, this is how you start in and this is how you get into investing? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think just like anything, if, if you haven't done it, I mean, it can be intimidating, you know? Um, so what I always recommend for people, like your first step, no matter what, really get crystal clear on your goal, define what that is, because you might have people that want to invest, but they're coming from all different walks of life. Yeah. You know, some people might be married, they may be single. I mean, um, they might have a lot of funds, maybe like your neighbor, he's a money guy, yeah. he knows all that. I mean, he might have a lot of income that he could just put away in there. So really get crystal clear on your goal. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the first step. I mean, some people they're looking for cash flow. Some people, yeah. like when I started, I mean, the whole investing picture necessarily wasn't necessarily like my big picture mm -hmm. back then. Um, I was just looking to buy a place, have somebody cover most of my mortgage. Yeah. So for me, that was the best route back then. Um, but it scaled into what it is to now. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am now. So first off, I mean, get clear on your goal, really define what that is. Um, and then ask, ask yourself too, like dig deeper. Why is that important to you? You know, if it's just to make money, I mean, money's not going to motivate you. It's not going to, you know, keep you going when things get tough and you have, issues that come up. Yeah. So, I mean, get clear. What's that money going to do for you? Why, if that's your goal or yeah, I'd say that's your first step. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think another thing too, I want to ask real quick. So investing as a whole, how to get into it, like, are there different avenues of investing? So is investing like you have to have this property or that property? Like how would you define investing sure. in real estate? 
So I'd say, I mean, if you're going to invest, I mean, I typically look at it as a buy and hold type of thing. You're basically putting money in an, into an asset. It's going to pay you money. Um, there's a lot of different ways that, you know, some people could wholesale properties. Some people could flip properties where, yeah, it's maybe considered investing, but it's not really an actual investment. Like an yeah. investment is anytime you're buying it and getting a return on it is how mm. I look at investing. Um, and then from there, I mean, you can buy single families, duplexes, multifamilies, yeah. vacation rentals. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go about, you know, attacking that investing side. It really comes back to your goal and what your numbers, what you're looking to achieve out of that. For how, sure. How you go about it. Awesome. So step one is being clear on the goals and why it's important. Yep. Uh, what would be your step two in your mind when we're talking about how to get into investing? Sure. I would say then, yeah, pick your niche. Um, you know, by niche, I mean, are you going to look for maybe it's cash flow, but is it going to be a single families, duplexes, multifamilies, a combination of both? For me, when I initially started, it was, you know, I started out buying duplexes. You know, I, I didn't really know there was that many other options out there. I never knew people bought single families as rentals yeah. back when I first started. I was mm-hmm. 18, 19 years ago, you know. Um, so, and then I didn't have funds, too, for buying larger multifamily properties. Yeah. So that was never really an option for mm-hmm. me back then, or at least I thought it wasn't, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, figure out that goal you know, figure out your niche. I mean, if you have a goal of, you know, maybe you want to generate two grand a month or three grand a month to cover your living expenses, mm-hmm. reverse engineer that work backwards. Okay. If I need $3,000 a month and, you know, I have a property that's going to pay me four to $500 a month after all my expenses, how many properties do we need? Yeah. You know, and then we work toward that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So step one is clear on the goals. Step two, pick your niche. Are you looking at the single families, duplexes, or a little bit of both? Uh, is there, and I, I maybe this is later on, is there one that you would prefer over the other, over a single family or a duplex or a fourplex? Yeah, I mean, it really, it could depend on what market you're in here. Okay. I mean, I feel like in our Milwaukee market, we have a lot of great deals on, on everything, Yeah. Um, especially single families and duplexes. I initially started with the duplexes, and then I had a good friend who's, also, like he's like multimillionaire in the real estate investing industry. Um, he's like, you should look at the single families. And here in our market, I mean, you can buy a single family under a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, you know, and it'll rent for eleven hundred to thirteen hundred a mm-hmm. month, roughly. And yeah. you can get a really good return on your investment. So, depending on your current situation, I mean, it's a very low barrier to entry to get mm-hmm. in. Um, so that might be the best route for some people. Okay. If People want to start out in like a duplex like I did. Maybe you can get into that and we could probably talk about it later too, but like low down payments, you could buy a property, live in half, rent the other half yeah. out for very minimal down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be an option for somebody. Yeah. Um, so really goes back to your goal, but I, my bread and butter is single families and duplexes is what I personally like. Yeah. And then, you know, once your living expenses are covered, you can scale that and branch off to other things like I did. Okay. Cool. So like I keep saying, step one, clear on the goal. Step two, pick your niche. Is there like a third step that you would say into this process of getting into investing? Yep. I'd say so once we figure those out, um, your next step would really be figuring out how we're going to buy or finance the deal. Um, so I always recommend, you know, checking with some of your local lenders. Um, you know, you can go a lot of different ways. So, I mean, you can get down payments anywhere from zero down to you know, 5% down um, if you're going to own or occupy that property. 
uh, FHA type of loans, you can buy anywhere from a single family to a four unit building with like three and a half percent down. So, I mean, that's another way you can get into a bigger multifamily property with very minimal money down. Um, my very first loan, I think I put 5% down. I actually got a grant from the government when I first bought it. They gave me five grand to put toward the down payment. And then I actually had a friend borrow me money for basically the part of the down payment until I rehab yeah. it up a little bit. Okay. So I, I ended up buying my first one with no money out of pocket. That's nice. And I didn't even know about <laughs> all those strategies back then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so really I'd check with your lenders. Um, try a few different lenders because they have a lot of different rates. Um, different programs. Um, you have your conventional FHA type of financing. There's commercial financing. I do a lot of those type of loans now um, where their guidelines aren't as strict as, you know, your conventional type yeah. of financing. So that would be your next bet there. Awesome. So step one, clearing the goals, pick your niche. And then step three, how are we going to finance it or pay for it? Um, <laughs> and the looking at local lenders. So I think another myth within how to get in, into investing is we don't have the money. Yep. Um, and I think that this could be a whole episode on itself as well. Sure. I just want to like, just talk about that, like just on the surface level of that, if that's yeah. possible, how can we start investing if we don't have the money? And like yep. I said, if there's a way we can talk about it on the surface level, great. Sure. If it's too in depth, okay. we'll save that for a different <laughs> episode. But I think that's a big myth that people have. I have sure. that too. I don't have money sitting around okay. to invest. Yep. And that's kind of how I was when I started, like I didn't have a ton. So, um, you know, maybe check with your local lenders. They might have different grants, programs, but say worst case, like you can't get approved for a loan, at least right now, whether it's your credit's bad, you don't have the funds for down payment, you don't have cash reserves, whatever the case may be. There are other options out there. Mm -hmm. um, so say you could, I mean, if, I don't know if you've heard of them before, but there's hard money lenders, private lenders, there's seller financing. Um, you could also partner with people. Maybe yeah. you know somebody that could bring the money and you could do more of the grunt work and everything else. So mm -hmm. like, lot of people partner on deals okay um so there's definitely numerous options that you can yep. go versus and we'll get into that later we'll dive into all of those in a different episode i think because you just listed like five of them right there. Yep. <laughs> um so we have these three steps so far we figured out okay now that we have it financed in whatever way what would be the next step yeah it'd be looking for your deal um finding the deal and i mean there's a lot of different ways you can find deals um obviously your most common is Look on the, on the MLS. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of deals that come out pretty much every day. So you um, look for financing first, and then you're looking for a deal? I feel like that's flip when you're just buying a regular house. Like if I'm moving into a house, yep. I'm almost like, one, yes, you have to be pre-approved, but you're looking for a house first, and then you're... Yeah. Well, I mean... Is that I the always, same thing or is it a little backwards? I would always say try to get your financing lined up at okay. least. Um I mean, ideally, if you can go like conventional bank financing, it's going to be the easiest, smoothest transition for yeah. you. Um, because, I mean, if you're looking on MLS and deals, nobody's going to accept your offer mm -hmm. if you're not that makes sense. Yep. qualified. So at least have an idea with okay. that. I mean, you may have heard people say, too, if you find a deal, like the money is easy, easy it'll come. Mm -hmm. That is true as well. Okay. Um, but I'd say at least get some of that financing down first. Know how you're going to find like yeah. fund a deal. Um, but then when it comes to finding the deal, I mean, MLS is going to be your biggest. Um, those are going to be where all the agents put properties out there, but then you can go looking for off market deals. I mean, a lot of different ways you can find off market deals, whether you're, you're marketing directly for them, you can drive around proper like neighborhoods and find properties that maybe they look run down or yeah. properties that you might want to buy or in the neighborhood. And you could reach out to those sellers. 
You know, you could Facebook groups, Craigslist, a lot of different ways. Facebook is like market. you see them all over Facebook. Yep. Once exactly. you start friending people and driving around, I think is a good or good opportunity to find them too. Yep. But I've noticed Facebook is a good one where if you start exactly. just looking through scrolling, sometimes even like the buy, sell, and post or whatever they are yeah. pages on Facebook, people post things on there all oh, the time. Exactly. And they're everywhere in any city you're at, any county you're in, a state. They're in every city you could possibly yep. think of. That's probably like yeah, your best one to find off market deals. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So f- looking for a deal. Um, when you kind of walk me through just a quick, like, two minutes, when you were getting your first property, what were you looking for in that? When you were looking yep. for your first property, what was, in your mind, what were you looking for? Is it, sure. a, you're going to completely tear it down? Is it, yep. what does it look like? Um, so for me, my very first one, I mean, for whatever reason, I wanted a duplex. Um, I just, basically, I, I wanted a place to live, but I wanted somebody to help out and cover most, if not all, of my mortgage. It's kind of my initial goal. So I'm like, I had it set. I want to buy a duplex. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's kind of, that was kind of my goal. Um, and like I said, you can get in. If you're going to live in a property and you're going the conventional type of financing, you can get in anywhere from zero to like 5% down, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people can do that. Yeah. Um, if you own other properties, there's conventional financing may require a little bit more. But that so was my initial. You looked at a duplex. That was what I, I yeah. looked for. Yep. Cool. Uh, so we've gone through four four steps so far um, of how to get into the investing aspect. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked a little bit about um, if we don't have options for financing, what are other ways we can do that, which, again, I think was a huge myth because, again, I'm one of those people where I'm like, hey, I don't have money. I could probably find a, a buddy of mine that has the money, and if I'm the one that's doing all the work, the grunt work, getting everything, you know, maybe that's yep. an option. Is there a fifth step that you would say in how yeah, to get Yeah, I mean, I would say – you know, you're making your offer on a property. Um, once you do that, I mean, I just say kind of do your due diligence and like um, basically run your numbers on a deal. Yeah. You know, evaluate it, see if that deal fits your criteria from step one. Is this mm-hmm. going to give me the cash flow? Is it going to, you know, work for me? So yeah. analyze that deal and go from there. Yeah. And uh, then once you have the deal, now investing could be you're flipping a property. Or is or when we're talking investing, you more mean like we're going to, we're going to buy it and we're going to have a, you know, tenants live in it and they're going to rent it. Is yep. that more what you do with investing? I mean, that's what I consider more of an investment. Okay. I mean, cause it's producing cash yeah. flow. You're buying an asset. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can flip properties. I mean, I, we flip properties. Yeah. You know, we'll do a couple of those a year. We'll wholesale properties. We'll mm-hmm. do those. Um, and then buy it. Like I prefer buy and hold. I mean, yeah. if you can buy and hold properties, that's going to be your retirement. It's going to mm-hmm. cover your living expenses. It'll buy you that time freedom. Yeah. I mean, so that's kind of what I always recommend. You know, if you're first starting out, define that goal, you know, buy properties basically to cover your living expenses. Yeah. You know, get that tied up because, you know, worst case happens, you, you lose your job and you always have the rental income to mm-hmm. fall back and to cover your expenses or yeah. it gives you time freedom and you can branch out to so many different other options yeah. from that. Cool. Any other like steps you would say on how to get into investing? We just, again, we just went yep. through five of them. Is there another one that you have or you think sure. that's a, a good I mean, part of it? I'd say those are probably your main ones. I mean, it's obviously like after you find a deal, you're writing your offer, you're doing your due diligence mm-hmm. on there. You know, it's going to be maybe a home inspection. Um, if it's financed, it might be an appraisal, things like that. I mean, depending on how you buy it, roughly you can close, I mean, seven days to a month or 40 yeah. days. You know, it really just depends. But, yeah, after you figure out all those steps, it's pulling the trigger and, you know, writing that offer, getting a property locked up and, and go from there. Yeah. 
Cool. Anything else you would on just getting into it? Like I said, there's going to be a handful of episodes um, really talking about investing, but just how to get into investing. Is there any other thing you would say in regards to it? I would say the biggest thing too when people are looking to get started is um, they're looking for that grand slam. Mm -hmm. So I'd say, I mean, if you want to win at the game of investing, I mean, it's a lot of singles before you hit that grand slam. So you're not always going to find the perfect perfect deal right away. I see so many people, they get stuck with analyzing deals. They never get started or they're looking for the perfect deal. You know, I'd rather have an okay deal than a grand slam deal. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I started out. I mean, every now and then you get, you get those grand slams if you're doing it long enough, but Mm -hmm. most of mine are like single and base hits, you know, if you look at it that way. Um, So yeah, don't get caught up in overanalyzing, just, you know, buy a deal that makes sense. Um, Obviously you don't want to buy a bad deal, but I mean, they're not going to necessarily be all grand slams. And yeah. I feel like that's probably the biggest thing that holds people back is looking for that grand slam instead of the base hits. Yeah. Cool. Well, that will wrap up episode one of just investing. Um, again, I appreciate you talking about all this stuff because it's a huge topic. There's so much stuff that goes into it. Um, but that's just episode one. Um, if you guys want to hear more about uh, how to invest and getting it and how to get into investing, we'll be dropping another episode in two weeks with Corey. So if you have any questions, you can always feel free just to, you know, get in touch with us anyway. But we look forward to talking with you again on the next episode. Awesome. Thank you much. Mm-hmm.